Hello and welcome to Braveheart Conversations, where we learn the art of love through brave and compassionate conversations. I'm Jillian Aurora. And I'm Marie Wallace. And we are your hosts today. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Braveheart Conversations. I am Jillian Aurora and I'm here with my co-host today, Marie Wallace. Good morning. And we are super excited to be here with you as usual. Um, So I just want to first say thank you to everyone who's joining us, whether you're on Facebook Live, which we do this every Thursday morning, or you can find us on Spotify or iTunes or Podbean. And you can also join our Facebook group where we have discussions and you can see old content. Um, you can find us there at facebook.com slash groups slash Braveheart Conversations. So definitely check that out. And I really appreciate when you guys engage with us and give us questions because we will talk about them live. So um, anyway, our topic for the day, we're really excited to talk about bravery in telling your story. I think that it can be really challenging to tell our stories, even though they're our most powerful gifts. We came to this planet with something to master, something to learn, and that is what unfolds in our story. And then a lot of times we hold shame or embarrassment or feeling the need to protect people and so we don't share and I think that that ends up really being a detriment to all of us because when we share our story we actually free a lot of people um, because we all hold some shame around our stories and our experiences and so when we have the courage and the bravery to share other people go oh my gosh yeah me too So, um, Marie, this is a big one that I know you've talked about a lot. I remember taking a class of yours years ago in storytelling and, um, and in that one we were writing, Yeah. which is really important. Um, I love writing. That was definitely the first way I was able to tell my story. So I kind of want to talk about the steps that it takes to tell our story and how that, how that picture unfolds. Cause it's not like you just wake up one day and you no. <laughs> are brave enough to share all of your story with the world. So I want to talk about why it's important because a lot of times we justify telling ourselves it's not really that important. Mm-hmm. and all the reasons we give ourselves not to share our story and then um, how we can start telling our story. And unfolding that. That sounds like a great plan. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, Marie, tell me more about telling your story and what that process looked like for you. Um, and then I want to hear, too, because I think you have some really unique ways of telling stories and getting people to warm up through writing. Okay, so um, uh, I, I didn't realize the importance of it until probably five years ago. I did a lot of writing, so I, I told my story to myself a lot. Mm-hmm. And then someone asked me to say my story out loud, and I freaked out. And I go, I can't do that. And it, uh, well, it was probably more than that, because now it's probably longer than that it's been six years because I was at the time doing a lot of work with my dad and that's where the stories were coming from and a lot of childhood trauma and the worry is how how do you navigate that and still honor the people in it and not you know 
bring up the ugly stuff and there's just no way around it you you have to tell the ugly part one it freed me mm-hmm. and and I didn't realize it until I actually voiced it and said it out loud in the group and everybody's like oh because sometimes we protect well one I was protecting me one I was protecting my dad mm-hmm. all the people that I was protecting but two um, being able to say those things out loud and get rid of the shame and the guilt and the worry actually allowed others to open up it allowed me to open up and and get that out because you know back to the Brene Brown quote you know this blame and shame and all of that hiding gives you know just makes it fester but the other part was it it freed other people to share their story it also said I'm not alone because when other people come up to you and go, I had no idea. And then it's also inspiring. It's inspiring to others that you overcame some really big things. Because otherwise, everybody makes up a story about you. If you're not telling your story, someone else is. And it's usually not true. So that's a great point. Yeah. Um, I know for me, I started sharing my story safely in an anonymous group. Oh, yeah. Right? So I was in Al-Anon. Um, next month it'll be nine years so um, that recovery group has been really instrumental in my life and I was able to really safely share um, not even just after my story after things happen but actually current events I was able Mm -hmm. to share in a space that was really um, really helpful for me really um, really instrumental because yeah when we bottle all that up and we isolate we feel alone we feel like nobody else is experiencing experiencing they don't understand yeah yeah, we think that people won't understand um but you know what now as i publicly i very publicly share my story um there was a lot of pushback and we'll get into some of the pushback in a minute but um i cannot count the number of times that women have said I feel like you're speaking the words, you know, before I've, I've shared them or you're, you're speaking the thoughts in my head or how did you know, or he says exactly those things. And we realize that we aren't as unique. Our story isn't as unique as we thought. And so it really discharges a lot of that pain and shame that we hold Mm -hmm. around it. Oh my gosh, somebody talked to her the same way. Um, because there's a lot of shame for me in like the verbal abuse that right. happened. There was a lot of shame in allowing someone to talk to me that way. Yeah. And so when I could own that, and there was a lot of shame, so part of my story is going back, right? I moved everything out. And then I moved everything back in. It was like, (laughs) it was a lot of work. And then I felt like a fool. But you know, today I'm really grateful I came back because I can relate to so many women who go back. And the average number is like seven times that women go back. That's a lot. So um, I get to relate with that. And I didn't see that at the time, but now I can understand. I can empathize with people's embarrassment. Right. and their shame and so what I want what I want you all to hear is there are lots of people impacted by my story you may be impacted by my story um, you may be imp- impacted by unapologetic or by brave heart conversations or any of the work that we put out and I want you to connect here that if 
I had never been able or willing to share my story, you wouldn't have experienced that impact. Mm -hmm. And the same is true for you. So when you share your story, you will impact so many more people because, and I'm going to do it again, I'm going to share a Brene Brown quote, but uh, vulnerability is the last thing that we want to share in ourselves, but the first thing we look for in everyone else. Mm -hmm. And so remember that because I was vulnerable and you're super attracted to that vulnerability and my authenticity, the same is true for you. When you expose that in you, you free other people, you impact other people, just like you've experienced when Marie tells her story or I share my story, that impact is really, really huge. So and I want to add that collectively. Oh man. So collectively, as we share our stories, that's going to impact the world. It ripples out and the more we speak up and the more we talk about what's going on, then then we can start start stopping some of these systems that mm -hmm. keep that in place. All that guilt and shame and yes, it holds us down and holds us back. And then when we can't progress as a people, so the more of we share collectively and get it out there and, and let others feel empowered by those stories or inspired by those stories. Because sometimes us telling our stories inspires people to take action. And more and more, that's just going to grow us as a collective. So I yes. just wanted to add that part. I love that. That's so important because, yes, the reason why... Um, I feel like my story impacts a lot of women is because, yeah, it starts to crumble those old patriarchal beliefs and programming mm -hmm. and they start connecting the dots and they're like, oh, this is why that happened and this is what I'm experiencing. And yes, like that's what happens when we share our stories. Mm -hmm. And um, there is that part... I I want to go back to what you said. We do feel like we've been duped by the system. We're like, how did I not see that? How did I choose this person to be in my life? Now we know. We go back to that and we've talked about that. But but in the beginning you go, how could I have not seen this? And Or someone else has gone along and said, what, you know, I told you you shouldn't have or you shouldn't have been with this person. And, and then you realize that it was part of the learning and the growing. However, at the time, you just feel, like you said earlier, foolish, duped, all those words that bring about shame, and it's not about that. We chose those people to grow in our lives and to expand, and that's, there's no no shame in that. It's, except if we're not pulling ourselves out of the pattern, and then we might go, oh, okay, but for some reason, we go back and sometimes we go back to make sure that we're really wanting to shut that door, right? Like, am I really, did I really want to shut that door? Oh yes, I really wanted to shut the door, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's no mistake in, in your past and in your story. That's what we also get to get to own and that's actually a huge part of like the program that I run Unapologetic. We really talk about self-forgiveness and mm. making peace with your past and that, um, it's so important that you see why you made the decisions you did and that they, it was about mastery, it was about learning and your soul chose those things for a reason. And um, I don't want to get into all of that today, but it is a big piece of your story 
because when you have shame around why you made those choices, it's going to be very difficult to actually share your story, which is free or overcome it for yeah. you and for everyone else. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I find that it's huge. If I can't look back with trust in the choices I made, I will have a very hard time trusting myself in the future. And self-trust is so key. Mm -hmm. I cannot stress that enough. Self-trust is so key to not repeating toxic relationships and patterns. You must be able to trust your inner boss, your intuition. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about some of the barriers to telling our story. What are some of the, uh, the resistance, the things that um, it's the pushback and, and I'll kind of go into my experience and then sure. you can talk about some of the resistance sure. for you. Um, so I know a really big piece of resistance for me was, um, I was afraid of protecting other people, other people's reputation. And I was really torn because I knew that the story that I had and the, the impact that I could make was really big, but I also felt like, well, I don't want to share somebody else's story. Um, I don't want somebody else's reputation to be ruined. Um, I felt like I didn't want to damage relationships. I didn't want people to view me a certain way. Those were really big um, pushbacks. Those were barriers for me. And then the scariest one, um, you know, the, the major story that I share with you all now, um, my passion really comes from healing codependency. And so I share a lot about leaving my marriage and I share a lot about just the codependent patterns that played into that. And I will definitely share the biggest fear that I had in sharing that story was from him. Mm -hmm. um, was danger to myself, my own um, reputation. There were some threats. There were um, there were not physical threats, but there were um, legal threats and financial threats and um, just a, a lot of bullying. And I knew that that was a a probable thing that would happen if I started sharing my story. And so I want to speak to some of that because I know some of our listeners are women who have experienced similar situations and it's very, very intimidating mm -hmm. to speak the truth or to even acknowledge. Sometimes this is a piece too. I, I really for a long time minimized what I went through. Like it's not that big of a deal. You know, other people have overcome more, right? It wasn't physical. You know, mm -hmm. what do I have to complain about? Um, well, that's programming too. I remember right. that. Like, you know, just because he didn't hit me <laughs> meant that I should stay. And um, emotional abuse wasn't even talked about then. And all the emotional abuse that, that just did more damage than mm -hmm. physical abuse. And, yeah, you just can't erase those. And the power of other people, the, I think that's what I worried about. The power and the money of other people over me taking taking things that were very valuable to me, yeah. that I might lose my family, that I might lose my home, that I might lose um, relationships that I really adored and loved. So those were all very big power plays that were brought up and I might lose my job. There was one situation where the, my job was threatened because of all the people that were involved in that particular situation. and. You know, I was a young single mom. I was worried about losing a job at that time. So there's all these people who have the power plays over you and they they use those to 
to hold you down yeah. and suppress you yeah. and you believe them. They, yeah. It's so real to you. So we don't want to minimize that part because inside it's so real to us all that we stand to lose when we do that. Well, and I, I actually want to bring up too that some people will say, oh, it's just fear. It's not real. However, like after doing so much studying in domestic violence, our intuition is the number one indicator of danger. Mm -hmm. And um, so when I faced those fears that my former spouse would, um, would retaliate, that was real. It wasn't just something made up in my head. Um, that was something that was a, a very real thing that could happen to me. And, um, and women do experience that. Women do experience severe physical harm and emotional harm and legal and all it's those true. things. Mm -hmm. It does happen. And so the, my mindset when I chose to tell that particular story, because that was a big one for me, when I chose to tell that particular story, my mindset was, you can fucking take it all. I will lose it all to tell my story because the truth matters to me that much and I realize the value in telling my story that much and I am no longer going to be controlled by this person. That was my mindset. It wasn't that, oh, I'm, it's not realistic. I, you know, it's just, I need to, um, tell myself I'm wrong for having right. these fears. No, those feel, fears were valid. It was more that feel the fear and do it anyway. Exactly. Because in the end, the truth will prevail. Mm -hmm. It does. Because you're holding on to that authenticity. Mm -hmm. You're holding on to what you truly believe in and you're holding on to what really is important in that situation. You may lose it all. And so, and but you have to be willing to... Um, to go there yep. otherwise you won't have that freedom and then what good is it being in bondage anyway you right? know um <laughs> a couple of weeks ago i was just watching um a documentary about um oh what's his name the pedophile um epstein oh okay um and it was, I was like which one, <laughs> which one? <laughs> yeah I'm being very one in the news recently yes <laughs> But it was so, um, so moving to me that all of those women who were abused were willing to stand up and speak um, against someone so powerful yeah. and someone so intimidating and to be shut down over and over and over. Um, to me, that's so much strength to be able to stand up to that and to still say, no, this is what happened to me. Mm -hmm. um, and because, then this is what we get to hear, is because each of those victims stood up and because they, they were brave, him. <laughs> yeah, eventually it all crumbled. It took a long time, way longer than it should have. It's mm -hmm. maddening how long it took for that to crumble, but it crumbled because of each voice, it crumbled. And um, that is, is powerful. So when we say that our voice doesn't matter and we're telling ourselves it's not that big of a deal, look at some of those more extreme examples and you will see how it is a big deal. It's such a big deal. And the ripple effect from there, it takes those 
voices and then collectively it's building right and now more and more women are speaking up because they're going oh i'm not the only going back to the other yeah. one i'm not the only one there are other women out there that need to hear my story mm -hmm. so that they will step up absolutely and i want to go back um a little bit into one of the voices that says you can't do this is that yeah. whole you know saving somebody else's reputation yeah. thing and um something that was very valuable is when i did start sharing my story i had a coach and i had a really powerful coach that was willing to uh fill in all of those fear spots for me and to say like you got this. You're a warrior. You're a justice warrior. And you tell your story if you want to. If you don't want to, great. But <laughs> do it if you want to, you know. Don't let someone else um, diminish you. And that was that was so huge for me. I, I really needed that cheerleader. Um, but I do want to talk about the reputation piece where I so badly wanted um, to just share my story, right? Because that's what we're told for... The longest time you know you just share your story don't share others and then that was so it felt so inadequate in that particular situation piecemealed how do i share my story without sharing something about this person and everybody has to find their own um their own way through that journey um i did the best that i could to always come from a place of love it was not coming from um, revenge or being vindictive. It came from a place of love. It came from a place of healing. And um, it is truth telling. I, I did my best to avoid sharing um, names or things that that weren't valuable to the point I was trying to make. So you get to be really honest with yourself about what your motivation is for sharing your story. If you're sharing your story because you're trying to get back at somebody or because you're trying to punish them, like it's only going to make you look hold bad. Up, <laughs> hold up and and acknowledge where you know what are you trying to accomplish? What are you trying to do? Because our stories are powerful. They are meant to inspire and help heal other people and free other people. Um, when you stay in that um, alignment and you have that motivation, um, you come from such a place of power. But if you're coming from punishment and revenge, everyone will see it and they will turn you right off because that is not helpful. It's just not helpful. So we get to be really honest with our own motivation and sharing our story. The thing is with reputation, if someone was abusive and someone behaved badly, they don't get to be protected. They just don't. They don't deserve protection. So if that's a hang up for you, um, remember your secrecy and your silence actually perpetuates that cycle. Especially with that particular person because they'll keep on going and doing it because they've they gotten away with it over and over again. Yeah. Yep. So their reputation doesn't get to be protected if they behaved shitty. Mm -hmm. If they didn't want you to talk about them badly, they should not have behaved badly. Um, so, you know, we get, we get to own both of that. What is my motivation? And then what is the truth? Am I honoring the truth? Mm -hmm. Because it is okay. It is perfectly okay to say this person was abusive. This person harmed me. That is okay. Um, that is actually good. In order for even your abuser to heal, there must be accountability. 
Accountability brings healing. Truth brings healing. When we are keeping their secret, we are actually perpetuating the abuse and their own pattern of, um, of abusing and uh, even like their self-destruction. Because even in their own abusive patterns, it's not only harmful for you, it's harmful for them. Nobody's happy, nobody wins in that situation. So by you telling your truth, you are healing um, and actively being a catalyst of healing for everyone involved. Um, okay, so you're going to face some judgment and you may face losing some people. So I know when I started sharing um, my story about my divorce, um, I knew that some people really would not like me sharing the secrets because in some people's worldview and uh, the old programming, it tells us the ultimate betrayal is telling secrets. Mm -hmm. It tells us the ultimate betrayal is actually um, talking about the bad behavior instead of the actual bad behavior. And it's a really screwed up paradigm and I choose not to operate in that paradigm anymore. To me, truth gets to be told. And the ultimate betrayal is the bad behavior, not the telling of it. So I get to talk about bad behavior. I don't, I don't keep secrets for people. I don't keep secrets for abusers. I'll tell on myself. <laughs> um, I, uh, I believe wholeheartedly that healing comes from transparency Agreed. on every angle. So yeah, there's going to be judgment. I lost friends. I lost, I, I lost people when I told my story, but the lie that people will tell you is that when you tell your story, that it's a lonely path. And the thing is you will lose people, but you will attract your tribe. And I have more friends. I have deeper relationships than I've ever had in my life. More genuine relationships because I cleared, I purged, I got rid of anybody that did not align. Like I spoke my truth and they fled. If they didn't want to be there, they didn't want to hear it, like they left. Exactly. I didn't have to kick them out. I just started speaking my truth and started living in my transparency and they, they took themselves out. So it's truly how you get the better relationships, the deeper relationships, the ones that are truly those that are there for you and for that meaningful relationship. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's worth it. Yep. And the judgment that comes is not, you know, it's, it's not saying that they're bad or you're bad. It's just saying this isn't an alignment and that's okay. Today I celebrate that. If I, if I have an epiphany and I get some information that someone is not in alignment with me, I get to celebrate that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yay. Okay. Well, this person just isn't a, a fit. They're going to go find someone that's a better fit for them. And that's going to make space in my world for somebody who's a better fit for me. So it's not that, um, it's not that, you know, you're bad and I'm good. It's that we're not aligned. We're different. And mm -hmm. that's okay. It's okay. Um, we have spent a lot of our life trying to fit people into our space that don't fit and trying to accommodate ourselves to them. Mm -hmm. So um, I know I've, this 
is a, a no, it's a great one. No, it's awesome. <laughs> no, um, it's really what it's empowering for people to know that it's okay to tell your story. Absolutely, so them all the all the things. Yeah. So get out there, share your story. Please do. It will help us all. Do you well, have it's inspiring to us too? So. Absolutely. I I am empowered when I see somebody else sharing their story. It builds me up. It lights my fire. And I think that it's the same for everyone. Um, Marie, do you have anything to add about sharing your story? No. No? Okay. We got one more comment. Um, the words, oh, I can never say that. Um, I'm not going to butcher it. <laughs> but I know it means... Um, the Hawaiian phrase. The ho pono pono. Yeah. Ho ho pono pono. I think yes. Yes. Um, it's what is it? Thank you. I'm so. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. And actually, it gets. It it doesn't matter the order, but there are songs on YouTube that help you do it in certain orders. So it's whatever order feels good for you. Usually, I start with I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Yeah. Um, but it, it has been in many, many orders. Whatever order feels good for you. Mm -hmm. If yeah. starting and blessing with I love you works for you. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes that situation needs to be blessed first. I love you. Mm -hmm. Then you can go with I'm sorry. Because sometimes we have to own our part in that thing too. Mm -hmm. Please forgive me as well. So I forgive you. But please forgive me as well. Because yeah. my part in that situation. So. Yeah. yeah, I love Thanks that, for it, that up. it honors the um, accountability for each person. And thank you. I always love thank you, even starting with thank you, mm -hmm. um, the gratitude. Thank knowing you for bringing it up. This person is a lesson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks for being there for me. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for learn. sharing that. That was a great reminder. Um, with that, That's, I'm going to go yeah. ahead and wrap it up and thank you all so much for being here today. This was a fun conversation. Um, again, we do this every week. So Thursday mornings, you can join us live on our Facebook group, which, which is facebook.com slash groups slash Braveheart conversations. You can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. And uh, if you would like to ask us any questions or if something came up today that you felt like was a challenge for you and you just want to discuss more about it, we'd love to hear from yes. you. You can email me at defytheaverage at gmail.com or Marie. Marie at mariesgold.com. Or if you have some questions or topics, new topics for us, we're always open for those too. Always. We love interaction. So thanks for showing up. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you all have a fantastic week and we will see you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.